Hi, everyone, and welcome to the special simulcast of the Neil Haley Show and Author's Corner with our host, Frank Fiore. Frank, how are you? Uh, we've been interviewing some really interesting authors the first week, and we continue, right? And uh, I wanted to ask you, Frank, do you believe in the law of attraction and energy and things like that? I wanted to know because our guest today and our next guest really see that in specific ways. What are your thoughts, Frank, before we introduce our guest? Yeah, well, I do think about that. I mean, uh, attraction and trying to, uh, in love and romance and what have you, there's there's always uh, that at that little piece that 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 you you identify with, and I know. I mean, I look at people and I say and right off the bat, which you shouldn't do, but there is a, you can see that hey, I can connect with that person or not. So yes, I do believe there's something to, to that to, to that theory. You think there's something to it, and how much do you? But you're not really into that spirituality, and I truly am. I go through my entire life. So our guest today is Rika Rivka Markel. Uh, Rivka, as I always call you, your middle name, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. And we're going to talk about the mindful money cure. And uh, this is the problem, Rivka, when we talk about specifically enough people understanding law of attraction, energy, vibration, the universe, people miss out in understanding it, don't they? Well, I think everybody understands what they want to understand. You know, it's like... Um... It, it's a real thing for many people. And I truly, just like you, believe in the law of attraction. It doesn't mean that I understand the same, that I understand it the same way that most people understand it. Because it is like some of them, for some of them, it's like woo-woo. And for other people, it's like, well, this is how I live my life. Yeah. Define woo-woo. And then I'm going to have Frank ask a question. What's woo-woo? Because I don't understand the woo-woo because I think it's, uh, I might be on the right track, but I want to hear what your definition of woo-woo is. Okay. So woo-woo means that people think it is not a real thing, that it doesn't real, that's not a law. The law of attraction is not a law. It is not real. Like you can think about cer certain things all day long. It is not going to happen. You cannot attract anything you want. So a lot of people are in that state. Let's say 99% of the people don't believe in the law of attraction, which is fine. But once you start to understand how that thing works, your life becomes pretty interesting. Good, Frank, for your first question about the, about her book or herself. Well, first of all, I'd like to have some examples. If you give me an example of the, of the law of attraction and process. Okay, so the law of attraction states that like attracts like. So it says that your thoughts create your reality. So whatever you have in your mind, that is exactly what's going to happen in your life. So if you are thinking, you are, you are creating 24-7. Your thoughts are creating your reality. And now you can choose. If you are having good thoughts, then you're going to have good things in your life happening. If you are thinking negative stuff then your life is going to be a little bit more challenging and it is what um henry ford said in in last century says no matter what you believe if you can do it you probably will and if you think you can't you probably can't so it's whatever you think is true that is exactly what you're going to attract in your life now in your book you talk about the five-step blueprint to harmonizing spiritual and material success and what what are they? What are what are these? What are the five steps? Well, I think <laughs> it's a long thing to go in there, but what I truly believe is that a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs that they are very 
um, they, they're a little afraid to ask money for what they are doing. So let's say energy healers or uh, spiritual teachers, they feel like they cannot ask any money for what they're doing. So that's why they need some help here. They need to get over that and they need to figure out, first of all, is that true? Is that the reason, like the first, if the first step is acknowledging, is this true for me? Am I blocked in my abundance, in my wealth, because I have a limited belief that I cannot um, ask money for my services? So then they have to, like the first is acknowledging, like what is it exactly that is holding me back? And then there are releasing techniques and then there is like visualization and there's like certain steps um, and they are a little bit different for everybody. So there are exercises in the book that will guide people through it the way that they need it in that moment. Interesting. You know, the thing I look at, you know, specifically enough, my limiting beliefs, maybe four years ago, five years ago, I think when Rivka, you and I met, I was very, my confidence level was not to the level it is today. That's for sure. I know that for a fact. And I think it's because of the limiting beliefs and who I was surrounding myself with and people in different things and circumstances and situations. But if we don't think we're worth a certain amount of money, if we don't think we're going to create certain things and are going to happen and they're always say, well, it might happen, or I don't know, you pretty much have already created it. I've told Paul this, who's off offline, my producer and business partner, when you bring those limiting the beliefs you're creating, we are all divine creators. Explain in this book why you've written this. And it sounds like you've written this for people who are coaches. Is that correct? They're spiritual healers, yeah. teachers, because they're the ones that are seeing that because they don't make money for their client, they don't want to charge. Kind of go into that, but let's go into my first question and then lead to that second. Like a lot of spiritual coaches, they have like a limited belief. They have like a money story and their money story, they it comes from like when you are like in the spiritual world, then that means that you have your talents and your gifts. But from previous generations, whenever we She froze for a second. Yeah. We were going great. We were like in the religion, um, for religious reasons. Like there was like a blockage. It, it could not, like that was like a no-no. Like when you were a priest or you were a nun or whatever, you were in the spiritual world, but you could not charge for that. That was not, that was not done. Or when there's other blockages, like from people in previous lifetimes, of course, you have to believe that that's also one of the, one of the blockages that we go back to previous lifetimes. So what is that money story? What, what are you carrying over from previous lifetimes? And there's also your our ancestors. I, for myself, and that's maybe for Frank an example, because I'm speaking out of um, my own life, like in my lineage, all the women, like my mother, my grandmother, her mother, they were all what I call full-time volunteers. So they were working for their community all day long and they never got paid one penny. So that's my lineage. So I felt when I was starting to, to help people, 
that, yeah, I, I was a full-time volunteer. I was working really hard. I had a lot of people that asked me, can you please help me? And I and I tried the best to best I could. And I was like, I cannot ask money for that. But it's, and then I realized in my lineage, all the women, they were full-time volunteers and we're gonna change that. And I did. And I'm happy for my kids because now they come after me and they don't have to deal with that anymore. So once you can cut it out, it's for everybody good. You in your book is called Mindful Money Cure. Uh, yeah. In you know, in thirty seconds, what is the mindful money cure? Can you expand on that? Well, it it is a it is a money cure. You're going to cure your money story. And you're going to do that mindfully. Like it's a mindful manicure. It means like you don't, you're not going to become, because you are a spiritual teacher and you're going to let go of your money blocks. You're not all of a sudden going to become like a, a shark who is going to overcharge and who is going to um, like go to the other side. You're going to do it in a mindful way. You're going to deal with your money story and you're going to cure it. Okay. Yeah, and that, and that's and that's the, the truth. We're looking at you look at particular things, uh, Frank, and our subconscious controls our whole life. It controls everything, and you can look at it in a lot of ways. The most successful athletes, the most successful entrepreneurs, the most successful people have great mindset that they believe they can do it, and that's a, a, a multiple thing. But also, we can believe we can do it, but our subconscious is telling us something different. There's a lot more to the subconscious that other people call woo-woo and I don't care. And I know it works and it, and trust me, it does. And if anyone wants to see, they're going to see my life change in tremendous ways in the next years because of it, because of the special secret as they call the secret. But when you talk about specifically enough, if people go out and say, I can accomplish this, I know I can create this. I'm going to create this. They're the most successful people in the world. Bottom line, they had an idea, they created it and developed it. But if they had anyone else that's the naysayers around them saying, hey, I can't do this. I'm not going to be able to do this. I'll never do this. It will come into your mind and your subconscious, then to go into your conscious, and then you will have limiting beliefs that you won't be able to do it and you will never accomplish it. Correct. That's it. <laughs> that's in a nutshell. And, <laughs> and, and there is also way more to it for sure because it's oh. not like. It's just the beginning. You need a coach like Rivka to be able to guide you, especially if you're into this and you want to help people and help people through this. But Frank, any so have you ever been introduced to the law of attraction in a real way like you've gotten today? First time? First time. <laughs> First time. Uh, that's amazing. I usually don't. That's usually not my audience. The people that are not really into this. It's like, where There's I a lot more than into it than yeah. you think, Rivka. Now, where but I go ahead. In, where I step in is usually the people that are working with the law of attraction, and all of a sudden they walk into a wall and it doesn't work anymore. And they first they had really good results and they started to work with it and they changed their um their they changed their thinking and and they got rid of a lot of limited beliefs and they changed their paradigm and all of a sudden it doesn't work anymore. And so they did the affirmations, everything. And that's where I come in, when it doesn't work anymore, because that's where you have to start really digging deep and letting go of all the stories. And now we're talking about the money story. 
but it could be a health story. It could be a relationship story. It's wherever you are blocked, wherever you feel like you're walking into a wall, that is where you have to let go of certain things. And exactly what Neil says, our subconscious mind is 95% of the equation. So whatever you are programmed to do, and we get programmed, and there's a lot of there's a lot of science now that explains that, that we are programmed between zero and six years old. And so that's when the main programming starts. And it's like the software in your computer. Once you are programmed, that is the life that is going to roll out for you. And that's why a lot of people say he's just like his father or he's just like his grandfather, because you just un you just unfold the life that was programming you. You want to change it. That's an active process. You need to do something to change that. 100%. Are you talking about the concept uh, which I found fascinating and I applied to my life is that you write your your uh, life script early that age group that you're talking about and you actually write that script and you, and you uh, can live it or you can ignore it but you do write that script and that does guide you and it has done uh, in my uh, in my life and uh, to me I, I was going to I was going to and go into service, become an officer. I was going to go to college, get a degree. I was going to find a, a, a beautiful woman, a blonde, which I did. <laughs> I'm going to have a child, a son, at least a son. And then uh, I was going to do something very creative, which I'm doing now with my books and what have you. And that I will make, uh, I'll do something socially relevant. And I was very involved with the nonprofit organizations in, in the city and what have you. So yeah, I did develop over those years I did. I, I filled out that life script. That's yeah. it. That's a life script. We are divine creators. Frank, you can create now. Uh, Paul, you can create now. So he's behind the the glass and Rivka definitely can create. And I'm trying to create this legacy. So best place we can find information on you. Rivka is go where? Well, definitely mindfulmoneycure.com is the website for the book. And then you can also find me on rikamarkel.com or rivkamarkel.com. And then you see all the all the other books and, and, and more information on what I do and what I stand for. Fantastic. Thanks again. You're listening and watching The Neil Haley Show and also Author's Corner. Guys, take care.